0: Welcome back to the Prefer Not to Say podcast.
1: Another episode, another classic.
0: Another—they're all classics. Every single episode is a classic. Every single episode will not, never, not be a classic. So, this episode we're going to talk about generational wealth and why it is more important than ever that every family needs to understand and build upon this concept. Because future generations—or I shouldn't say just future generations. As generations went on, we get less and less down the end of the road. Yeah. Not to say that, you know, we're all left destitute, but uh, let's get a little bit of the background. This was kind of inspired by a post that Greg had shared that said the goal is to pass down property to your children, not kick them out when they're 18.
1: Yeah. And I. I I mainly I saw that and I was like, yes, I have to spread this around. Maybe someone maybe someone will get something out of it because I was one of those unfortunate ones that were thrown out at 18. You know, Uh, I hit early adulthood and it was just, well, time to tackle the world, (laughs) you know, Uh,
0: whereas I was different. I was able to stay at my parents' house for as long as I wanted.
1: It's like you can't I, I, I've always felt like you can't put the effort into creating life and then not have the drive to to give everything to that life. You know, I mean, that's why I don't have a kid right now so I, I don't feel like I'd be able to give it everything that it, it needs to be successful
0: right exactly and that's that's very practical and that you know why would you want to bring life into this world if you couldn't sustain sustain that life
1: yeah like i have a hard enough time taking care of myself i'm not trying to take care of myself and create a future for another human being you know
0: right you start trying to build on your future right which kind of makes me think at what point did people stop wanting to make sure their family was secure for generations to come
1: people started thinking about themselves too much i think I think being uh I don't I don't I don't want to say that it's like a like a like a like a class thing you know it's not exclusive to the upper class or the lower class it, it, it's pretty much everywhere you see all all types of rich and poor people alike spending all the, their money on themselves and leaving their kids to fend for themselves and it's, I think that we hit a stage at some point in uh in our culture where we basically went Uh, into like pure consumerism. You know, we, we started spending every penny on fulfilling our wants instead of our real needs. And like, people will argue all, all my needs were met. It's like, yes, all yours, but what about your kids' needs? They, They have needs for the future, you know? I mean, wouldn't it have been better if, let's say you went to, you went to college, higher learning, wouldn't it have been better if that was just paid for handled your parents set that up for you you know you'd have that that much of a uh, a leg up on the competition so to speak i feel like people focus too much on themselves and not think of like the long-term effects of their bloodline
0: yeah i think it's also people who squandered opportunities that they could have taken advantage of I don't remember what I was watching. It was some sort of... I think it was a Killer Mike interview. I don't know if it was an interview or something I was watching of him or reading of him. He said that one of the biggest problems that happened specifically in the South was Black people in the South kind of ruined it for themselves because they sold off everything that they were given. You know, They sold grandma's house. They sold their uncle's muffler shop or whatever they had. And they sold it to white people. And and this isn't to be a race thing. This was, this was just his example of why the black community, how they kind of made it harder to sustain generational wealth for themselves, but it just goes along in any other culture. You know, how many people it's like, Oh, I don't want to deal with this. I'm just going to sell it off mm-hmm. when it's something that, you know,
1: there's equity in it. It's the instant gratification. Like they, they got their 40 acres in a mule, so to speak. And somebody came by and was like, I'll give you a couple thousand dollars for that. And they're like, Ooh, I could leave with that, you know, or I could buy all these dumb things with that. And they think it's a smart move, it's not. It's not. land and like uh, what's 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 the term? Uh brain's not firing on all on all cylinders right now. Um land and god damn it. Corp corporeal assets have infinitely more value than any currency.
0: Yeah, currency is constantly diminishing value right. every single day. Yeah, I just find it interesting that, you know, there isn't more of a push, but then we got, you know, into that feedback loop of, oh, you just got to, you got to work hard. You got to do it all by yourself. I did this this way. So you got to do it. I'll never understand it. it, kinda, it this is also kind of inspired by uh, that Dame Dash interview that we watched the other day. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, know Dame Dash, is uh, he's the co-founder of Rockefeller Records. He's, you know, instrumental in the success of Jay-Z, Kanye. He was also the first person to Kevin Hart in a movie. So that's a really interesting mark in his career. Mm -hmm. But he was on The Breakfast Club and he had gotten to the point where he was talking about how if you have a family, your main focus should be building something to pass on to them. And he actually got into an argument with the hosts over it. (laughs) And it's a really funny argument (laughs) because his whole thing is, you know, he, he never he's never had and never wants a boss. And he said that should be everyone's goal to not have to have a boss and to build something. There's also a really funny moment where he asks asks, (laughs) what his boss's name was. and He says, which one and he just loses it. Like what? Proud to say, which one (laughs) it's a really great interview. Everyone should check it out. Man got two bosses, but I've recently seen stuff. He's been posting lately on Instagram is him. And his now fiance just had a child, a son whose name is Dusko. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That was the most interesting name ever. Dusko. And he's already putting to work what he preached. This baby already has an Instagram and his own clothing line. As an infant. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, uh, but but think about that. Like, who's just thought is like, I have a new baby. This baby has a business now. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry,
1: what? <laughs> he's
0: like, I have a baby. And it has an income.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how he's gotta file those taxes. I, w- I wonder if anyone's had to file taxes for a one-year-old.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, pr- it's probably like he's the face of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and whatever's like, made from it will go to him. But I just I just looked at it. I was like, see, now that's how you do that. Yep. That's how you build generational wealth. I mean, you're setting up companies like, oh, all right, baby. You got an empire to this, run.
1: Th- this kid's going to grow up with an entirely different frame <laughs> of thinking. He's, he's going to think like he's gonna hear from his friends his classmates his peers that they're starting a business or they're they're trying to go and get a job working for like google or whatever and he's gonna be like wait a minute you don't have six companies already they're going to be like <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, yeah that's,
0: what, that's what we really are it's like wait you already don't have your own company that you run that's that's wild he's like Come on, i had three of them at age five <laughs> But, you know, and generational wealth doesn't also have to amount to physical or monetary wealth. Mm-hmm. I just find it weird. No one's really giving their kids the skills to succeed.
1: All right. Nobody's nobody's putting in the in the value. I almost want to start just calling it generational value because wealth implies currency and like owning things.
0: Actually, you know, I think I'm going to call that episode that now <laughs> it's this, 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 that old episode is now generational value. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I, I can get behind that one hundred ten percent. People, it's people have kids out of. I hate to say it like this, but I feel like people should not be having kids as young as they do because people will have children and then they'll feel like that child is a burden, and that's why they kick them out at eighteen. They're like, ah, I'm free of this, or oh, this kid can go out and make their own way, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's like no, you just created, you just put that 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 life in in a situation where it's you basically set it, you set them up to fail, you know. Just because you weren't like prepared for what you're going through,
0: yeah, I remember my mom said once that she doesn't understand why parents kick their kids out at eighteen, and she said it she said, "Why would you set them up for failure? They flat out told she flat out told me "You can stay here as long as you want if you do what you need to do, so but you know some people are are different. they're like, all right, eighteen, you're out in the world, you're out in the world, you're their problem. I gotta handle
1: my own shit. I hate that." That's the that's the uh, that's the I mentality, not the we mentality. And that's why uh, that's why I know that's why communities are breaking down. That's why people can't really achieve all too much. You know, you don't have a support structure when you're out there on your own and only looking out for yourself. That's why I take care, that's why I take care of the people I can when I can, you know, they're not always going to be able to do it on their own.
0: It also goes with that whole they don't understand The generation after them Mm -hmm. it's like, I did this on my own. Yeah. You mean when things cost a quarter of what they do now? Mm -hmm. It's like, try, try getting an apartment now where they want you to have three times the rent. And that's one of the qualifying factors, Mm -hmm. but you're making $12 an hour.
1: And we need five years, uh, rental history. It's like, I'm 18. I don't have five years rental history. So, oh, well, we need that. (laughs) it's like the job thing oh you need two years of experience i'm fresh out of high school and that's where you posted this fucking ad was at a high school job uh job fair it's like well
0: yeah you need experience though what was i supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah and also not to mention like the expense of moving you got deposit first and last month's rent you know a deposit if you have pets
1: if this is your first place out on your own, a lot of utility companies want to deposit, which is weird now. It's like, <laughs> you, you've never heard of that? Yeah. Some utility companies, if you have absolutely no history, you have to pay uh, uh, basically like, I think it's like one or one and a half, uh, basically an estimated amount, you know, um, um, a month's worth of utility uh, ex- ex- expenses all i'm hearing it's, out of this it's, is it's companies strange. are
0: aware everyone's broke and they're taking advantage yeah of you know I mean, you're broke i'm gonna make you more broke you this, gotta prove you can pay
1: for this this isn't like relatively new or anything like that when i was uh when i first put i think it was the gas bill or electric bill one of the two I, when i first put one of those in my name i had a deposit and I thought that was strange. I mean, the up the upside was is I never missed a payment. So my last month that I owed when I was canceling it, I didn't pay. You know, they're like, that's your deposit. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. Works for me. You know, but
0: no, I mean, it was still kind of works out.
1: It was strange. I guess they, they want to hold on your money. They wanted to safeguard against me being like, yeah, I need an electricity bill at this residence for a month and then racking up six hundred dollars and then just being like, I'm not paying peace. You know, I, I guess they're safeguarding <laughs> against that. But.
0: Which Damn. probably happens, unfortunately. But I mean, if you paid it once, you think anybody thinks that that deposit just is like good for their tenure? <laughs> what? I already paid you the deposit. You charged me more? Well, oh, this was a purchase, <laughs> not a service. <laughs> oh, you mean this is a lease? There's no option to buy. Mm-hmm. Got it. Too bad there's no outright out or, or outright utility companies pay once and then you're good. I. I don't think that would be a
1: sustainable business model. <laughs> I, it wouldn't, but unless unless you could find a way to create or find a way to I should say harvest energy that doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. Then you could be like, okay, you purchase your way into into like our network, you know, pay for the infrastructure for your house and then oh, you're you know good. It'll be
0: awesome, members-only gas station, it's a subscription service. Oh, you just pay monthly. and You just need to fuel up without being yeah. charged. Obviously, that's definitely I, not sustainable. But I mean, they
1: ha- they could, but they'd have to charge you so much. it would be like, fucking five hundred thousand dollars a month or some shit like that. We're <laughs> way off track. Way off track. <laughs> the, the Netflix of gas stations. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like people aren't people are people aren't giving a fuck about other people, and it, we're at that point where. The other people are their own blood, you know I don't know i people should be leaving you know at the very least like houses, maybe just cars, whatever, um teach your kids you know valuable things that you learned that you know you aren't gonna learn in school so you know they're not gonna be taught that shit, you know, teach your kids how to file taxes, yeah, that's definitely a big one. I know I know we all we all uh say that that thing we're like, why aren't these things taught in uh in school, why wasn't I taught how to file my taxes? Why wasn't I taught about like financing the people? Why, why wasn't I taught all this shit in grade school? It's like, well, you know it now, right? Remember that, and then teach it to your kids. So and they also—it's very questions. clear.
0: why the education system doesn't teach us certain things, it's very obvious. They're making it blatantly obvious nowadays. I don't. Know, considering how things are run right now, we know why they don't want us knowing about money. <laughs> yeah, and and honestly, generational value isn't even applied just in the home. It's like you say it's like communities are breaking down. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that part of that is due to the fact that there isn't a willingness to change in values. Like people who are more traditionalist and originalists, they yeah. don't want to change. They want to keep status quo. That's why a lot of the communities are breaking down. You know, if you if you're not willing to accept everybody, your community is going to break down. It's like you, despite your differences of whatever. Thing You may want to believe that shouldn't be a factor. It's like every
1: single time that somebody has a different opinion or a different worldview or just a different way of thinking every time that you say that's wrong instead of I understand you're erecting a wall in your community and you're shrinking it. You're you're turning your city into a town. You're turning your town into a subdivision. You're turning your subdivision into just a, a block, you know, every every time you say no to somebody else's different concept.
0: You know, also, I think, you know, you're doing disservice putting people in a box. I saw some quote that said uh, it takes a village to raise a child or something like that. It's like mm-hmm. it's not, you know, there are things that are factors outside of the home that help people develop and help communities developed, mm-hmm. you know. I'm surprised, you know. Realistically, aside from doing things your own, it's like you know, parents should be getting together. It's like, okay, how can we make sure our kids collectively come up?
1: Right. I never understood that either. I mean, we're we're the, we're at that age where everybody's a predator, you know. So anybody who's not living in your home is a threat. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they aren't a threat, they're a threat. Mm-hmm. That person walking down the street looks looks all perfectly happy and fine and. And amenable, yeah, that's a threat. That is definitely, definitely a child abductor. Yep, hundred percent.
0: Which because everyone's paranoid nowadays. Mm-hmm. Now, on that note, we're going to take a break. And we're back for round two. Mm-hmm. So I think we should probably talk about what are the ways in nowadays we could build towards generational value or, or generational equity, however we want to spin it. Mm-hmm. Um, well,
1: there's the obvious stuff, you know the leaving physical things to your kids. And I don't mean like your dumb ass knickknacks that you wanted to have or like, Oh, I, I like this thing or whatever. I bought X amount of years. I bought this classic car that has no real value. Cause it's not like a collector's thing. It's just, I like the specific model. I'm gonna pass that down to my kid. No, don't do that. If, 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 if they can't use it for something and they can't turn it into a resource that they can use for something, then don't even bother. Let that go with you. Uh, but like, you know, leaving somebody a home land. I don't know, money uh, passing on your education in, in any way. I don't mean like you went and got a degree. I mean, like things you've learned throughout life, your, your your crash course in the world. If you can pass down any of that information, that would work.
0: Or if and it's not limited to this, if you really want to, I think helping your children become cultured is important mm-hmm. it's like a lot of the things i collect like i don't collect things that are just like things to sit around like if you collect like you said knickknacks like how is that gonna help in any regard it's mm-hmm. like i think the, the most of the things i collect are literally that aren't things that i use are probably like music books and movies but one might think it's like oh well those are just things and it's like yeah but brain development those things can be kind of important mm-hmm especially the types of stuff that I do collect because I collect some kind of out there stuff. It's like, how do I know this stuff won't inspire them to do something or just flat out help them? Like, there's a bunch of books that it's like, you know, you give to a kid, it's like, here, read these. It's like, they may develop some skills as a person that Mm -hmm. you know, you would have never imagined they did. I mean, kids are, you know, sponges. They soak up everything. So it's like, wouldn't you want them to be consuming things that are more geared towards developing their brain in a positive way than a negative way?
1: I've always had this frame of thinking, you know, it's kind of in line with the whole the the whole idea of like, oh, once you have a kid, you're effectively dead to the world. Well, I disagree with that on a level you're not your life's not over once you have a kid. For me personally, my 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 functional social life and everything else would be absolutely over once I have a kid. I, I view it as if if I have a kid, my everything goes into preparing that child for the future, you know? I don't have the desire to do other things uh, once that kid's born, you know. I'm not going to want to fucking play video games, do do whatever I do to entertain myself. I'm not going to want to watch movies, read comic books. I'm literally going to switch my mindset entirely. But that's like, that's just the way my brain operates. So I don't really know how to describe, like, how should people go about approaching this? Because it's like my default.
0: I mean, yeah, it also depends on how you handle it. It's like, you know, some people wouldn't be able to handle the parallel of that. Like me, I can, I'd be able to do that in parallel. But I, I think it also depends. It's, you know, are you spending too much time making up for what you didn't get? Mm-hmm. Cause that's another thing that really limits generational value because you, a lot of parents do the things that they never got. You know, they overspend on kids because they didn't get the things mm-hmm. growing up, or they go on vacations all the time because they never did growing up. It's, you know, all this money you're spending on this stuff. You could be throwing that into something that builds more money.
1: Mm -hmm. You could be creating more opportunities.
0: Or before you have children, set it up so you don't have to work.
1: Yeah. So you have the time. You can invest in the emotional health of your kid by actually being present. You know, you don't have to be that you don't have to be that father that only sees their kid on the weekends when they're away from work because they work 12 hour shifts while their kids awake. You know, you don't have to be those parents that are uh, that hardly spend any time together at home because one of you works one shift and the other works the other so that you can cover getting the kid to and from school and daycare or whatever, you know, so why the work week shouldn't be so goddamn long. You know, they're they're, they're pulling parents away from kids. They're they're slaving out to a corporation is just breaking apart families.
0: Yeah. It's unfortunate, especially when, you know, you're you're only doing it for the sake of their profits Mm -hmm. while they're off doing whatever they want. They get to spend time at home with their kids. Actually, that's a good point from that uh, Dame Dash interview also, where he said, you know, it's. You know, he's like, I get whatever I want. I'm a boss. Take my kid to school, pick him up.
1: I keep seeing this thing. And it's just this it's just this really, really simple joke. It's just, man, all I want to do is 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 sit at home all all of the time. But I have to go to work for a company so that they can be mad at me for wanting to sit at home all of the time. But this allows me to be able to afford to sit at home some of the time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh that kind of hurts my brain to think about that Right. I just want to go sit to work at- so they can be mad at me for wanting to sit at home all day
1: I want to sit at home all the time but I slave out for a company so that I can sit at home some of the time
0: day jobs aren't the move Mm-mm. the 9 to 5 life is archaic and outdated especially if both parents have to work you know
1: there's you know, you know these movies like I think uh like uh Escape from New York, LA? Which one was the second one?
0: I think LA was the second one.
1: Escape from LA, the one the one where he plunged the world into the Stone Age, you know, with that 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 sci-fi weapon that they had. You know, oh, I press these buttons and the it'll movies. fucking EMP shock the planet. I almost wish something like that would happen so that it would just dis- like destroy our uh basically our global network, you know, so all of these, these, these macro situations would have to become micro. You could, you wouldn't have a several billion dollar company like Amazon delivering shit all over the place. You know, it would break down because they wouldn't have that infrastructure anymore. You know, you wouldn't have all of these, uh, all these farms across the the or across America sending all of their uh, resources to this one place so they can pump them out to their supermarkets across the nation. You know, you'd have to have local farmers supplying local markets. You know, I feel like we're almost... The, the, humanity is like too big and too developed for its own good.
0: I think one of the other things that helps build generational value is influence. Influence goes a long way. If you influence people in the right way they'll influence others now it's really interesting that most people really aren't setting good examples for people Mm -hmm. that's why I always found it weird people who are pro corporal punishment it's like oh it teaches them respect no assaulting somebody does not teach them respect
1: teaches them I don't do
0: you assault people when they disrespect you at work no because you get fired Mm -hmm. but also children are oftentimes a reflection of their parents if they suck, that means you suck. <laughs> Very rarely have I come across somebody who's you know, a good person and they're terrible or, or their child is just terrible.
1: Sometimes they are the uh, the inverse of their parents, though. You, you have those people who come from like broken homes who, who, who refuse to bring any more bad into the world. And then you have those spoiled brats who came from fantastic homes who did come, turn out to be assholes because they don't respect the value of anything or respect people. You well, know. so that's
0: true, and then there's also the strict households that breed, you know, terrors because mm-hmm. you know they're trying to, you know, fit them in a box. And mind you, this is none of what we're saying is to criticize any parents. Obviously, we're not parents, but you don't have to be a parent to understand how to treat human beings, and that's what it boils down to. And providing value to people, you know, I think it's the thing people don't people don't value people, and that's why things are awful right now. You know, the and once again, the pandemic showed how people general people are valued they're not
1: at all not even it's not take, even a little bit it's, it's taking the
0: months to decide if we should get 1400 dollars once just like it took the months to decide if we should get 1200 and then 600
1: meanwhile the whole time when 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 we're when we're pushing this idea i don't want to say this idea when we're when we're telling people you know there's there's this there's this, disease, this virus out here that has a, a has a decent chance of killing anybody who has any like prior health complications you know but we still want you to keep all of these supply chains open for us so that we can still do like our shopping and we can still do all these other things we need you out here doing this we're not going to give you any any help but we need you out here risking this for for our benefit
0: well that's also not good in the fact that it that's why there's a lot of people who don't believe it's a serious problem oh if it's a problem why are we still open or why are these places still open why aren't these places still open it's like we should have just shut down everything (laughs) everything just for a couple months we would have been fine
1: I forget which place it was it was over in uh, Europe somewhere but basically they they, they shut down entirely for I want to say like a week or two and they had uh they're equivalent of like the National Guard going or going to each house, you know, distributing rations and shit because you can't go grocery shopping. And, you know, all this had to come from uh, sources that were regulated, you know, so they could be like, all right, well, all the people here, we we routinely test them. None of them have COVID, so they're clear to hand out this stuff. And then after they hand it out to you, then they go and get tested, you know. But anyways, they they handed out all these rations and resources and they were COVID free. I want to say like a month into it. Oh, wow. It's because they shut down. I need I need to figure out who it was because it was ridiculous. I, I thought it was fucking fake when I first heard it. I was like, no goddamn way.
0: People and then you're oh, they stupid. just shut down. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not people are too stupid. It's just the people around us are too stupid in our country. What's so hard about staying inside and wearing a mask? I honestly like wearing a mask.
1: Yeah, especially in the winter.
0: Hmm. It's really
1: but- nice. I don't have to wear a mask until I'm in the building at work, but I put that motherfucker on as soon as I'm out of my car. It's like a, it's like a beard for my beard. It keeps my face warm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, one of the things I noticed is, well, I think it's important to build generational value. I think younger generations are understanding their own value mm-hmm. because we've hit a time where everyone's thinking, Oh, the internet, I can make money there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you see a bunch of young people, making money that they never would at a regular job.
1: I, I don't want everyone to think that they need to turn to the internet though. And like social media and all all, all of these uh, resources. While I still feel like it's underutilized and more people should, we can't, we can't literally all do it. You know, world's always going to need ditch diggers. I mean, I, I hate to say it like that. Cause like, we don't really use ditch diggers. We use fucking backhoes and machinery to rip the the soil <laughs> out. someone but, needs to
0: man those machines. Yeah,
1: you know, we're still gonna need people to work on the roads. We're still gonna it's still gonna need people in the service industry until we can automate shit like that. I mean, we still need you know people in manufacturing. We still need day laborers, basically.
0: Well, yeah, and obviously it's not everybody's gonna enjoy making money on the internet. I'm just saying it's really interesting to see that you know they're sidestepping the system.
1: Yeah. That's what's important. Also, I think
0: one of the biggest things when it comes to generational values, don't discourage anything just because it didn't work out for you or you don't understand it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's a big limitation that a lot of people have faced growing up because. You were given the same cookie cutter mode, go to college, get a good job. Mm-hmm. Then a bunch of us did it and it didn't work. You know, I'm
1: I'm I'm on the opposite side of that. that opposite side of the same side of that coin. In regards to the college education, because I didn't go, you know, um, I don't actively advocate against it though either. You know, I don't go telling walking around telling people, "Oh, it's not going to work for me, so it's not going to work for you. Don't go to school." I'm like, people want to go to school, absolutely go to school. Just make sure you're going for the thing you should go for.
0: Oh, see, now it it wasn't that it worked out for me. I just don't fit in the classroom setting. Mm-hmm. If I tell you not to go, it's because it's too expensive. Yeah, if you really want to spend six or three to or five to six figures. On something that might work out, I guess. Do you? Yeah, you, really, you really want to take those loans at that high interest rate? Mm, Go ahead.
1: They get any of those. Pro- they get any of those programs started up where they, they will absolutely pay for your entire education. Go, fuck it. Go. <laughs> like, might as well. But yeah, I, I, everybody that I've known that has gone to college or higher learning in any any way, shape, or form, I want to say a handful of them. Did something with it. The rest either found out that it wasn't for them, or they they dropped out for no reason in particular, or they can't find a, a, a or they can't start a career in their field, or they realize they got a useless degree. Which, by the way, why is that possible? Why is it possible to get a useless degree? Why are we teaching people shit we don't need? But
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole other topic for another honestly. episode. Because yeah. Yeah, the fact that you can spend, you know, $60,000 learning something that really doesn't translate to a job is really mind blowing. I
1: mean, I guess it is true. You can spend money on anything. Doesn't mean you should. You really can. If I was going to pass down something, I would try to pass down critical thinking and patience. You know, I have this idea. (laughs) I want to do this. Let's slow down and think it through first. (laughs) We got all the time. We have literally your entire life to think about this.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a critical thinking, problem solving skills, patience.
1: They always describe life as a rat race, but it's it's fine to take that race slow. There's there's no penalty for uh for for crossing that finish line later than
0: anybody else, as you know, long I, as you cross it. I think the closest out I think there was something I saw that really shows how I think the value paradigm actually needs to change because there's conflicting views because instilling, I don't know, things like instilling self esteem and self value and just, you know, the infinite possibilities is really limiting by certain systems. Like, take education. Someone had posted that they, they allow their students to retake tests and they get questioned and, you know, weird remarks about it. And they say, because that's real life. You don't just, if you fail at something, it's just not the end. It's like you fail done it's like there shouldn't be a system where you you, people fail or get held back or kicked out
1: it shouldn't yeah it shouldn't be zero sum it shouldn't be success or or failure it should be progress
0: you know it's that weird linear way of thinking of this absolute it's like you failed you're done that doesn't help breed success
1: Especially in, especially when it comes to educating. it's like The point of what you're doing is to teach someone something. If they get it wrong, then you reteach them that. You don't just be like, well, you got it wrong. You'll never know.
0: <laughs> imagine imagine <laughs> they apply that to work. If it was you screwed on something, well, you're fired instantly. No second chance.
1: Never work in this industry again. Try to figure it out somewhere else. Hope you're perfect.
0: <laughs> that would be wild. The turnover would be amazingly immense. bad. Oh, yeah I think we can cut the episode there, yeah, so yeah, I think we need to figure out ways to build generational value. you know we society won't progress if there's this constant suppression and also there's this weird thing where it's like where people are suppressed but then told they should be doing the opposite of what they're being suppressed with. It's like the you got the six hundred dollar stimulus, you should have invested. Well, some people did and, you know, some people weren't very appreciative of how, of how they did it, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was amazing. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and and don't limit, you know, generational value doesn't go just within your own family. If you can inspire other people in other families, that's important too. you. Know, like we talk about, it's like, you know, it's a community thing. Open up the box.
1: I don't got to be related to you to have a positive impact on you.
0: Right. Well, that's it for today's episode. You know where to find us on social media: Instagram and Twitter, pnts underscore podcast. We're gonna have to set up a website eventually, mm-hmm. which I might end up buying the domain name just in case. I mean,
1: you know, <laughs> <laughs> been at this for over
0: a year now. Yeah, I think so we need I to do website. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow us individually. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, btq paul or at btq paul. Uh, partner over here instagram dms underscore brodo bird it's also on twitch the stream's not happening yet but it's coming it's coming it'll so, be back
1: <laughs> the anticipation make sure planning. to buy merch at lavish
0: store.com or purchase anything that lavish media designs makes i know they release stuff at a decent rate something's going to be coming there is a drop that happened recently there's always something new on the store there there is always something new Don't think we have any other announcements um, oh listen to my other podcast the k cut drops every single tuesday and yeah and with that you know what i always say collaboration breeds community stay hustling and stay hydrated peace